you want to run a virtual company and you want to entrust your business with someone other than yourself so you actually have a business, you're not owning a job, man, you've got to be able to build up a team and empower them and raise that leadership. Before we get into it, I want to introduce you to Groundbreaker, today's sponsor and partner. They are an all-in-one suite of tools for small to medium-sized real estate syndicators. They've got a special focus on real estate syndicators with 1 million to 100 million assets under management. They help you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Groundbreaker will help you scale your business without the need to scale your overhead. So they're going to help reduce your costs because of the admin team that won't need to be as large. And they're going to help you reduce your risk of data breach because of the security systems that they have in place. They'll help you increase your revenue by growing your assets under management because you're going to be allowed to focus on the things that are most important, like business growth and operations not those administrative logistics. And ultimately, they're going to help you elevate your company's brand and professionalism and investor experience because your investors are going to enjoy having this platform with all their information versus however you're currently doing it. Three things specifically about Groundbreaker I personally like. One, super easy to use from an investor standpoint and from a general partner standpoint. Two, it allows investors and general partners to fund electronically, meaning that a limited partner can complete their entire subscription and funding cycle without leaving the platform. And on the general partnership side, for distributions, you can set it up so that you can trigger bulk ACH payments within the platform. And then the last thing I really like about Groundbreaker is it's, well, it's cost effective. It's healthy to the bottom line. Their basic plan allows sponsors to sign up for as little as $100 per month with no limits on deals or investors. And you can read all about their pricing on their website. Speaking of their website, it is groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe, J-O-E. And when you go there, groundbreaker.co forward slash J-O-E, you're going to get access to a pitch deck that the Groundbreaker team created so that you have a template should you want to use that and customize it for your own deal. So go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, today's guest is being interviewed by Theo Hicks. You know Theo, he's with us every Friday on Follow Along Friday. You're going to get a lot of value from this conversation. So with that being said, let's get going. Hello, best ever listeners, and welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. My name is Theo Hicks, and today I'll be speaking with Chris Arnold. Chris, how are you doing today? Theo, what's up, buddy? Hanging out with you, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Thanks for joining us. And I'm looking forward to our conversation. And I think about a good episode in store. We're going to talk about how to find motivated sellers on the radio. But before we get into that, let's go over Chris's background. He's the co-founder of COSA Investments, a wholesale company in Dallas, Texas. He's also the co-founder of Arnold Elite Realty and the Multipliers Mastermind. He has 15 years of real estate experience and he has closed over 2,500 deals using the radio. He's based in Tulum, Mexico, and you can say hi to him at wholesalinginc.com 
forward slash REI radio. So Chris, before we get into the radio strategy, do you mind telling us a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on today? Absolutely. So as you mentioned, I've been in the game 15 years. I got my feet wet actually on the agency side. So I wanted to get into the real estate game. So I got licensed, became a broker, kind of went that route and built the whole team. And then I knew where I wanted to end up over time was much more on the investment side. So man, doing fix and flip to wholesaling to you name it, you get in the business for 15 years, you do a little bit of everything to see how it works. So fast forward now, we run a completely virtual model no brick and mortar office. So although we do deals out of Dallas, Texas, I actually live down in the Caribbean in Tulum, Mexico full time. So as you mentioned, we do a mixture of investing to education to running a mastermind. I like to actually call it a brotherhood because it's much more than that. So a lot of my time now is definitely spent a bit more on the people side of the business, which is building brotherhood communities and coaching and educating. And my team does a great job of running the actual wholesale company, fix and flip, et cetera. Perfect. Thanks for sharing that. I definitely want to circle back to working virtually at the end, but let's focus mostly on how you're finding deals on the radio. So maybe just walk us through your strategy and I'll ask some follow-up questions based off of that. <laughs> let's do it, man. So I like to call radio the marketing channel that everyone knows about, but nobody's utilizing. So the first question I always like to throw out there is I want you to think about whatever your market you're in as you're listening and ask yourself, who do I know as an investor in my area that's utilizing radio to find motivated sellers? And you'll probably kick back and go, I don't know anyone. So the great thing about radio is it's wide open. And I started radio nine years ago. So I've been doing this a really, really long time. And one of the reasons that it's so valuable is because people that are buying properties from us, if you were to go and look through your closing, your avatar or demographic is primarily over the age of 50. So people will go, well, isn't radio old fashioned and outdated? And I like to say, yes, it's old fashioned. And so are your sellers primarily because they're over the age of 50 and they listen to radio and they watch TV. They do not have Spotify downloaded on their cell phones. That's just not the behavior of somebody that's over the age of 50. So radio works really, really well for our demographic. Well, I have to say, Whenever I'm in the car, I listen to the radio as well. And I'm not 50. (laughs) But I definitely know what you're saying. (laughs) I definitely understand that objection. And I think out of all the interviews that we have, for my knowledge, I think one other person out of the almost 2,000 episodes has done radio ads. So I'm looking forward to diving more into that. So let's talk about what exactly that means. So is it a commercial? Are you going into talk shows? How How does the actual copy work? Perfect. So what we are doing is you want to run a 60 second commercial, which is a call to action. And in that 60 seconds, you're primarily recording an ad that's touching on the pain points of those that are listening. Do you have a junkie house? Do you have a house that you inherited? Are you a landlord that's tired of dealing with tenants? And what you want to do is you want to hit on all those pain points, knowing that those listening will go, hey, that's me. 
And I'm definitely going to call this number because this person's talking to me, particularly about the solution that I've been looking for. I'm sick of dealing with tenants. I'm going to sell my house cash as is to this guy. And he's going to come in and close on it quickly. So it's a direct call to action that makes the phone ring. And one of the things, Theo, I love about it is I love inbound marketing. I love marketing that makes the phone ring. So all you have to do is pick up the phone and answer it. And then the other thing I love about radio is the fact that it's set it and forget it. A lot of the other traditional marketing pieces out there require a lot of work and a lot of management. Radio is one of those things that you turn on, the station manages for you, and literally you just have to answer the phone. And it was funny, I was talking to one of my students yesterday and he goes, you know what I love about radio? He goes, I don't like the fact that when I launch a marketing channel, I feel like I just launched myself into a new job. Because sometimes these marketing channels are really heavy on how much time they take to work them, like direct mode would be an example of that. And so I love radio that it's set and forget it for sure. Okay, so I've got my 60 second copy written down. I've got my audio or well, let's take a step back. Am I just recording this on audacity and then submitting it or should these be done professionally with music and yeah. you know the, the person so, that talks super fast at the end with all the disclaimers <laughs> exactly we highly recommend particularly in the beginning that you as the owner the ceo of the company record those ads the best way to do that is when you negotiate with the station and start advertising or get ready to, they literally will just let you come down and record in their sound booth. So they got a sound technician. You go in there with your script, takes about 10, 15 minutes to knock it out and they clean it up, remove all the breaths, all that type of stuff. And then you are good to go. So it's that simple. Now you can record it from home if you have the actual device. Like if you think about me, I don't have a recording studio anywhere around Tulum, Mexico, unfortunately. So I just bought the equipment myself and I literally recorded in my bedroom. So it's that easy. Nice. How often do I want to refresh my ad? You said you started nine years ago. Has it been the exact same ad for nine years or do you change it every year, every month? You're mostly going to keep the same ad because we've tested a lot of them. And the one that we educate people to utilize works really well. And the reason that we keep the same ad is the way that we run it. It really is kind of hypnotic and memorable. So one of my favorite stories is we got a voicemail from a lady that called in and she said, Hey, I just wanted you guys to know we were advertising on a classical station, right? So she listens to classical. She said, I always have my two kids in the back of the car. And she goes, they can repeat your ad verbatim. Just wanted to let you guys know you're doing a great job. And she hung up. Now you think about two kids in the backseat. What kid listens to classical music? probably playing a video game, staring out the window, but they heard that same ad so long for so many years that they literally had it memorized. Not just the phone number, but the actual ad, which is awesome. That's pretty funny. Okay, so you kind of hinted at my next question. So you obviously play your ad on the classical music station. So how do I know what station to play my ad on? As I mentioned, the main demographic is over the age of 50, but really there's three demographics that exist in the U.S. when it comes to people that sell their properties to us, usually at a discount. So over the age of 50, what I would call urban, and then the third would be rural. So based on your area and where you live in the country, 
you might realize that, hey, my demographic are people more out in the rural area. So you're just going to reverse engineer the genre of music that they listen to. So you'd probably be advertising on country stations. Or if your demographic was urban, then you would focus on stations like R&B. So sometimes you go into markets. Again, we help people do this all over the country. So I've seen so many different markets. Sometimes you'll have a market that has one demographic because it's smaller. Or like Dallas-Fort Worth, where I'm at, we actually have all three demographics. So we advertise on all those genre of stations, a little bit of country, a okay. little bit of urban, and then some of that old classic rock like our grandparents would listen to, the okay. old school stuff. Yeah. So would you say that the ads work better on FM music stations as opposed to the AM talk radio stations? We recommend focusing on music in the beginning. The AM side does work, but you have to realize that people that listen to the AM stations tend to be more affluent by nature. So therefore, they're probably less likely to have a circumstance that's going to create a deal. So it's not to say they don't work, not to say you can't get an ROI. We just find it's always best to start on the music side versus the talk radio. Perfect. And then maybe walk us through how the negotiations with the radio stations go. So I've got my ad. I call my radio station. How'd that conversation go? And then on a similar note, because I'm assuming they have different, for most advertising things, there's packages. Like the lowest package is once every hour or whatever. And that's once every commercial break. And that's when every single commercial is just you. Obviously that one doesn't yeah. make sense, but you get what I'm saying? So, so I get both those questions. I totally get it. This is the secret sauce. This is, in my opinion, why so many people, number one, don't advertise on the radio because they assume it's not affordable, which is not true. I recommend it for someone that's brand new in real estate because of how affordable that it is. So I'll tell you what actually the average person would do, and I'm going to contrast it to what we teach. The average person would just call the sales rep down at a local radio station, and they would ask, can you send me over your media packet? So you have to realize that media packet is the last thing that you want to purchase. Not only everything they're trying to sell you on in that, but also the retail pricing that they're trying to sell you those spots at. What we do is we teach people to go in and we actually pull reports on a station so that we understand the value of that station based on the listenership, based on how many people are listening hour by hour. We drill all the way down to even home ownership on that station. So when we call a station, we don't ask for a media packet. We say, hey, based on your stats, we understand that this is the size of your radio station and the value of it. Therefore, we are willing to buy our spots at X amount. So we are telling them based on reports, not asking them. So to give you an idea, every station we're on, we want to run 100 times per month. So that's 25 times per week. So when we launch on a station, it's 100 times. Theo, that's really good frequency. But to give you an idea, like the very first station I picked up was $1,500. I still have that station. That means I'm running 60-second spots at $15. So this is where people are like, are you kidding me that you can advertise and get that deal? And what I say is, yes, you buy your radio like you buy your real estate at a deep, discounted wholesale price. So people running radio stations out there don't really want you to know that you can get prices down that low. And Theo, you know how it is. If you buy something right, like a real estate deal, all the money's made on the purchase always. 
And the same is true with radio. And that's why we get such a good ROI because we buy at deep discounted pricing. Awesome. So I want to transition very quickly into you being able to work 100% virtually. And I'm going to wrap that into the best ever question. So what is your best real estate investing advice ever for someone who wants to eventually get to the point where they can work 100% virtually and as you're doing live in the Caribbean while they're running a business <laughs> full time? You really got to learn to build and empower a team. I think one of the most difficult things for us as visionaries is giving up control. It's our baby. It's been our sweat to build it. And if you want to run a virtual company and you want to entrust your business with someone other than yourself, so you actually have a business, you're not owning a job, man, you've got to be able to build up a team and empower them and raise that leadership. And what I would tell you is that just takes time. That was definitely a long trial and error process to get the team and the caliber of people that I have now. But man, I've been doing this 15 years. Mm -hmm. Okay, Chris, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Fire away, man. I like lightning rounds. Perfect. First, a quick word from our sponsor. Groundbreaker helps you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. That's groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe to get a free deal pitch deck template. When it's Friday at 4.30 p.m., it's time for Entrepreneur Drinks Podcast, which is co-produced by Joint Ops Properties and Discount Property Investors. Join their end-of-the-work-week session as they tackle problems facing entrepreneurs. Listen and subscribe at entrepreneurdrinks.com. That's entrepreneurdrinks.com. Okay, Chris, what is the best ever book you've recently read? I was going to give you one that's one of my favorite, but I actually just finished this book. And you know how it is when you finish something that really resonates with you. I just read a book called The Big Leap. You ever heard of this? It sounds familiar. Who's the author? Hendricks. Gay Hendricks. It's called The Big Leap. sounds very familiar. Yeah, it's about this concept of upper limiting that... For some reason, as we start to become more successful, we know that this happens with all of us. We can tend to self-sabotage, to make us feel for some reason we don't deserve to level up to that additional place. Whatever fear, whatever was put in us at childhood and so forth. And it's just one of those books that kind of releases some of the things that hold us back from going up to that next level. So I read a ton of books and I think that's probably going to be one of the best books I've read all year. Love it. If your business were to collapse today, what would you do next? If my business were to collapse today, what would I do next? I would go launch another business. You want to know specifically what I would focus on? Sure, yeah. I really love the education side. I love the community side. So if my traditional real estate company stopped, I would be okay getting out of the property business and being full-time in the people business. I just find so much more fulfillment dealing with people and raising up people and coaching people than just necessarily doing real estate transactions. So I'd go launch something else around that because that's what fires me up. What is the best ever deal you've done on the radio? I guess yeah. from the radio. <laughs> from the radio. You know, it's so funny. My team does all the deals, so I'm not a deal guy. But if you're asking like profit margins and so forth, I mm -hmm. definitely know some deals right around that 100,000 mark that we did on profit. 
So that would be probably the most sizable profit margin that I can remember is right around that six figure, like right on the nose of like a hundred, hundred and one thousand. It's not, not a, bad. Not bad at all. Deal. What about a deal you've lost the most money on? How much did you lose and what was the lesson learned? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I was just having that conversation with my business partner. This was a while back. This was years ago. We tried to take on this monstrous flip. It was one of those six-figure rehab flips, and I mean, it just ate our launch. So I think at the end of the day, we probably ended up losing somewhere around 40, 50 grand on just one rehab deal. So it ate our launch. <laughs> I do remember that deal. And it took us forever. It took like three times longer than we were supposed to. What is the best ever way you like to give back? Man, I'm a one-on-one guy, man. I love sitting down, cup of coffee with somebody that's got great questions, that's got excitement and just looking for further clarity on how to find purpose, how to build their business, all those type of things, man. I just love those type of conversations. I, I walk away extremely energized from just those value adding conversations. That's what fires me up. But Theo, I'm also like extremely social. So uh, I'm happiest when I'm with people for sure. And then lastly, on that same note, what's the best ever place to reach you? A couple of things. If you're listening and you're like, man, radio sounds really interesting. I'd love to learn more about that. See if that's a marketing channel that I want to plug in for myself for 2020. You can simply go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio and book a call. See if your market's open. And of course, just for free value, just go and subscribe to my YouTube, which is Chris Arnold Real Estate and uh, just get free stuff there and kind of see what I'm working on and what value I'm adding out there to the masses. Perfect. Well, Chris, I really appreciate you coming on this show and I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I learned a lot about how to find deals on the radio. So best of listeners, you'll definitely want to go back and listen to Chris's advice because we went through in my opinion, every single thing that you need to know in order to advertise on the radio, where to go, how to create the actual ad, the costs, really is everything that you need to know about advertising on the radio. And then we also talked about how to work virtually, which was his best ever advice, which was threefold. One, you need to learn how to empower a team. Two, you need to be comfortable giving up control. And three, it just takes time to get there you're not going to be able to do it overnight so make sure you have a plan in place to do those first two things we want to as chris mentioned run a business rather than have a job so chris again i really enjoyed this conversation i learned a lot you are a blast to talk to best ever listeners thank you as always for listening have a best ever day and i will talk to you tomorrow